Samanyana is the ninth factor of the path. And the very fact that I'm talking about the ninth factor may be surprising. Usually the path is the eightfold path. However, the formula is sometimes tenfold. The last two factors are Samanyana and Samavimuti. And uh, Vimuti is uh, freedom or liberation, and Jnana, the ninth factor, is knowledge. So what knowledge of what? Knowledge of liberating truth. It is more or less the kind of the information, kind of having solved a puzzle. You have now got a proper perspective on the situation that is why suffering arises. You now are informed the pieces of the puzzle have been assembled and you have now solved the issue. You found out why you suffer. And that solution is knowledge. And we will know if it's a true solution if it issues in liberation. And it's only knowledge from a Buddhist point of view. It's only really knowledge if it changes you. It's not abstract knowledge. It's not the ability to explain the point. And many people can explain the point. But they're simply well-informed sufferers, articulate sufferers. So they don't want, the Buddha is not interested in you being able to explain it or articulate it. He wants the results to be liberation. So it's only right knowledge if it's the solution to the problem of suffering, and it has to be integrated. You may not even be able to explain it very well to another person. You don't have to be able to, as long as it's clear to you that knowledge has arisen. So the first noble truth is there is suffering. And you have fully understood this truth. There is suffering. You have fully understood it, and it's now knowledge of the truth of suffering. And then you have understood the cause of suffering as well, and that becomes knowledge. The third truth is the cessation of suffering. And that's something you realize, that you experience. That is going to involve the next path factor, actually. And the path itself is the fourth truth. The Eightfold Path is the fourth truth. And you have also, you have knowledge of the Eightfold Path. You have completed Samasamadhi. Samasamadhi, right concentration, has deposited you at the doorway to right knowledge. It is now issued in what it's supposed to be. Samasamadhi, right concentration, is not merely concentration. It's concentration at the service of right view. In fact, it's at the service of all of the other factors of the Eightfold Path. Concentration is a servant to right view, right intention, right speech, right action, right livelihood, right effort, right mindfulness. It's serving it, sustaining it, and is the culmination of those other 
factors. And those other factors of the path are also serving right concentration. All eight of those factors are now at the service of knowledge. This is a collection. You have gone into a gigantic library. In fact, you first have to even learn to read before you get to the parts in the library, which will help you solve your mission. You are on a mission to free yourself from suffering, and it's going to require a whole set of learning and skills. You're going into this large environment and learning the processes, and you will know whether you have adequately passed this test. When this knowledge is clear to you, when you are clear about how suffering rises and how it ceases. And so this knowledge is that. It is the knowledge of how suffering subsides into a cessation. And you, how do you know that it's true knowledge? You will know if the next path factor follows, samavimuti, that is right freedom, right liberation. You will know if you got the right combination on the barred gate, you will know. How will you know? The gate opens and you step out. So this is the more or less how to get out of a maze. The last part of the maze is this large doorway. And if you have the right combination of information, and you enter it into the, the lock, the door should swing open. And that's how you will know your knowledge is right. So the difference between knowledge and freedom is, knowledge is how to open the door. Freedom is having stepped through the door. You'll see this in a lot of myths, that the idea of mazes, confusion, the odyssey, the journey. And then there's one sort of final block, some sort of entrance to a cave or a boulder or a doorway that requires a certain kind of saying or some sort of password to it. And then it swings open and the, the hero of the journey steps through the door. And so that is this right knowledge and right liberation. It is this process of you have unlocked the door and then step through the door. And so this is a very beautiful part of the path and imagery. It does not have to be included in the path specifically like this. Obviously, the Buddha was teaching the Eightfold Path on a regular basis, but the Eightfold Path circles back on itself. Sama Samadhi goes back to informing right view. And then right view goes back to informing right intention, etc. So it simply circles back on itself. And in the most succinct version, you don't intentionally articulate the last two factors of right knowledge and right liberation. But it's implied in the Eightfold Path. People often ask, where's the liberation in the Eightfold Path? Because it ends at Sama Samadhi. It's implied. Now, this knowledge and uh, knowledge and, and freedom, there's various, uh, if you read accounts of 
people attempting to explain the tenfold path, you'll see diverse opinions on this. Is it absolute knowledge? Is it like arahantship? Are they referring to that? Or are they referring to the knowledge that the Buddha had, etc.? I find these conversations uh, a little bit too academic. person is thinking too much. You always have to go back to the main thrust of the Buddha's teaching. And primarily he summarizes it as there is suffering and there is an end. And really, that's all you have to know. That's the point of the exercise. Anything that refers to knowledge and liberation has to refer to suffering and its end. Now, a degree of suffering, knowledge about suffering, admits of degrees. And liberation admits of degrees. In other words, you can attain some degree of freedom, and it still qualifies as freedom. You are freer than you were. You suffer less than you did. So there should be an appreciation of this. But you're not finished, ultimately finished the path, full liberation, until you are an arahant. The Buddha never is satisfied with ultimately anything less than that. But certainly from the first stage of enlightenment through second, third, and fourth stage, these are all knowledges and liberations. Uh, the liberation is not complete until arahantship. So this is knowledge and release. And we should appreciate that even before the first stage of enlightenment, there are many degrees of reduction of suffering. Cannot you see in ordinary life that some people suffer a lot? Unnecessarily, they have in like psychiatric neurosis. They have intense and unnecessary suffering. Other people are closer to the middle of the spectrum and they have some suffering, but it's not intense and continuous. And others are in the higher end of this normative curve. And they don't suffer as much. They get over situations, they let go of the past, but they're still not enlightened. They're still not even in the first stage of enlightenment. So even in the what we would call the worldlings dimension, putujana is the term, putujana, a person who is worldly and has not entered the higher path, any of the stages of enlightenment, they have degrees of suffering. And so if we can reduce their suffering in any way, if you can reduce your suffering in any way, even without attaining some degree of enlightenment, then uh, that is good. That is moving in the direction of knowledge and freedom. However, the true irreversible types of uh, understandings occur at the stage of Sotapanna, or first stage of enlightenment, stream entry. And that partakes of knowledge and also of freedom. So these uh, two factors interplay with each other. At each stage of the four stages of enlightenment, and they also play out to some degree as your understanding in ordinary life your ordinary practice of meditation and your reflections on uh, the Four Noble Truths and your increasing development of concentration and mindfulness and ethics in your life, 
So as these increase, you get a steady decrease of suffering and uh, turmoil. So this is a little articulation of these last two path factors, which, uh, again, you will not find in the general discourse. Mostly it'll be a talk on the Eightfold Path, but it's very important to tell people that the ten-factored path occurs on a, a number of occasions. I wouldn't call it you know, filling the suttas with this, but on several occasions it is articulated this way. So just to be a well-informed Buddhist, one should know about the 10-factor path. Very important information.